Welcome to Story Story Night, where you hear true stories on a theme, recorded live on stage and without notes. I'm your host, Jessica Holmes. Today, in anticipation of tonight's redemption, stories of the comeback, we gleefully go back to two story slammers from December 2011's Happiness. First up, Hartley Miller stages a happy ending when actors break a leg. everybody um i just uh so i know jess from a while ago so i'm kind of thrilled that my name got drawn <laughs> so um i wanted to tell a story about when i was in college because um that's a great time for many people and it's time that is full of stories for many people um so um for the theme of tonight which is the pursuit of happiness um i wanted to tell a story about a friend of mine who i think was is very courageous um, and who really pursued happiness despite everybody's better judgment, including her own, including mine. Um, but it's a delightful, hopefully, delightful story. Um, and so when I was in college, I belonged to a Shakespeare performance group. And um, I was directing, in my senior year, I was directing the play, which was Henry IV, Part One. Uh, it's a very good play. Um, and, uh, so, she, and she was playing my lead role. She was playing Hal, the Prince, uh, the Prince Hal. And, um, she was also a rugby player on our school's rugby team. I went to an all-women's college. Um, so that explains kind of the rugby and the playing male roles. Um, so, <laughs> and, uh, so, but she was on the rugby team. And, I mean, the, the women's rugby, I don't know if you've ever had any experience with women's rugby, but they are like more fierce I think than men's rugby they just they're like screaming and tearing each other's hair out and it's really really aggressive and violent and so she went to this match and I I was sort of like okay well she's playing rugby but it'll be all right I mean she's Eileen she'll survive and she went to this match and this huge girl at one point just fell right on top of her and broke her pubic bone and yeah and and so you know she was kind of like walking like this a little bit and you know, there's not really a way to wrap a pubic bone. And, you know, and, and basically the doctor said, well, you just have to not walk. You just have to sit in a wheelchair for six weeks and let it heal. And, and so then we had this moment of, rec- of reckoning as college students trying to be responsible or something. And, you know, and I said, Eileen, I can't in good conscience let you go through with this role because this is a role you have to, you know, we had like five fight scenes that were choreographed with big sores and we had, she had, it was a hugely physical role. And I said, well, I just can't stomach you, you know, like doing this against, you know, where you could really harm yourself permanently. And, 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 you know, so we had this sort of tete-a-tete moment and she said, no, this is the only time in my life I'm going to be able to play this role and I'm going to do it. And I knew, I, and we looked in each other's eyes, and I just knew that I couldn't say no. So against my better judgment, against hers and a lot of other people's, she played the role. And so, but the way we did this, we tried nonetheless to be a little bit respectful of the constraints that the doctor had placed upon her. So, you know, so she had this wheelchair. And... Um, <laughs> and you know, so, so we, had seven, we had seven performances of this show. And we decided that, you know, she would do everything. Uh, she, you know, she would play the role, but we would rehearse it all with her in the, wheel, in the wheelchair. It would just be the moment of the performance when 
uh, she would actually get out of the wheelchair and play the role, which is great for the choreography of the, of the sword fighting. So let me just step away from the mic for one tiny second and do a demonstration of what my stage manager was doing. Um, my stage manager basically was wheeling her in the wheelchair while she was doing the sword moves. And, you know, the person playing her, you know, sword fight partner, playing Hotspur, the other, the other character, you know, kind of trying to do the moves sort of like down, you know, on her. And it was really, I, you know, I just had my fingers crossed, I had my toes crossed, I had everything crossed that everything would work out really well. And, um, and I mean, the end of the story is that uh, it worked out really well uh, she got rave reviews in the in the university newspaper. Um, she suffered no permanent damage, uh, and um, now she's a great actress in London. So, that's the end of the story. <laughs> Thanks. Coming tonight, January thirtieth, is Redemption: Stories of the Comeback. Advanced tickets are on sale until 4 p.m. at storystorynight.com and at the door starting at 6 p.m. The show starts at 7 p.m. and is only $5. So come root for the underdog in everyday life. Next up, put on your earmuffs, because the delight-seeking Bruce Davidson is about to pursue the explicit exploits of Nevada. I'll try to keep it tame, but I don't know if I can or not. (laughs) Pursuit of happiness, that seems to be a a big topic for many. It's been one for me. I've been chasing it all my life. And at the ripe old age of 21, I think that was a milestone. We all have our our years, we have milestones, and 21 was a good one. Uh, Had just gotten a new credit card, my first. (laughs) Had gotten out of the teen years officially. So what do you do at 21 in Idaho? We could go fishing. We could go hunting. We could go to Hannah's. We've done that I don't know how many times. So after a few beers and sitting and trying to decide one night, we thought, let's go to Nevada. (laughs) There's fishing in Nevada. There's gambling in Nevada. And also there is brothels. I've got a new credit card. Let's go break this fucker in. Why go to Hannah's and look and carouse and have a good time when we can go purchase it? (laughs) There's something about that that just, it appealed to me. So like most stories, I talked my friends into going, which not all of them went, just one was crazy enough to go. Because he liked fishing. And he's... (laughs) I said... And I had other ideas. I didn't inform him on the whole story at the the moment because I knew he wouldn't go. So we're going to go to Duck Valley because the fish are that big. They're, if you haven't fished there, it's amazing. So we go. We hook up the boat. <laughs> we take all the gear for the weekend. We're packing bags to stay in a motel. And he's like, what are those for? I says, well, we can do a little gambling. We can go to Elko. He says, oh, yeah, fishing's not good. We'll go gambling. Exactly. <laughs> so I have other things on my mind. So we get down there. The fishing was so-so. I says, well, see, that's what's good about this trip. If the fishing sucks, let's go gamble. He's like, yeah. So we had enough beers in us, and we're mellow laying on the lake, and we're just fishing. It's no good, and we conk out. And the whole time, is stirring in my head. How do you find a brothel you've never been to? Yellow pages? Hell, I don't know. He's thinking gambling. I'm thinking something else. I want to break this card in right. 
So we get down, we take off and we drive. And I don't know if you ever drove to Elko after a few beers. It's forever. <laughs> so my friend breaks out a little, a little something to smoke. I didn't know he, that was his surprise to me. <laughs> so we twist it up and we're going down the road and there's not much traffic on the way down. So what the fuck? Let's smoke it. So we're cruising down the road. We got the boat with us, okay? That must look kind of funny. A boat and a bunch of fishermen, and we're heading to Elko where they mine, and they've got got everything but fishing right there near Elko. We're passing all the lakes, and everything's still clicking in my head what we're going to do. So we're going down the road, and this dog, you'd have to see this dog's name's Bud. He looks up at us like we're a couple of crazy people. And we're going, and we're, we're like, why is this taking so long? Well, we're so out of it that we're doing like 10 miles an hour. I look over at my buddy, and he, we're looking out the window. I go, why is everything going by so slow? I go, that shit was good. And we look down, and I'm like, dude, you're going 10 miles an hour. So we pull over. We got Cadillac Ranch on and Springsteen a playing, and we pull over. We're laughing so we can't see straight. The whole time, this dog is sitting in the seat. The doors are open. There's no traffic on this road. The dog's looking at us like, what in the fuck are these guys doing? Get back in the truck. We got somewhere to go. So we get back in the truck. We're like, okay, put that stuff away. Let's just drink beer on the way there. <laughs> so we get there. We check into the room, and I'm, I'm looking around for a neon sign that says brothel. Well, there is no neon sign anywhere. He's gam- he likes to gamble. I'm not much for blackjack. I suck at it. So let's go play, lose our money, and go home. I don't think so. So we're looking, we get in a cab, by then we can't drive, we're gone. We get in the cab and we're going to go gambling, we're going to have a good time. So the whole time, still looking for this neon sign, girls, 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 there is none. So we end up at a couple places and gamble, lose our money. We're in a cab and I ask the guy, I say, hey, so where do you find a good time? He's like, he looks back at us, and he goes, you're not having any fun? I go, no, <laughs> no, we want to have more fun, you know what I mean? Oh, um... I can't tell you that. And I go, what do you mean you can't tell us that? We're in Nevada. We're 21. I got a credit card. Where's the girls? I can't tell you. And I, they can't. Legally, somehow, they're not supposed to. So we're too polluted to even move. We go back to the motel. We gamble some more. We conk out for the night. Get up the next morning. We leave. We gas up. We're like, ah, well, gambling sucked. Fishing sucked. Let's go try fishing again. So let's get back in the truck and go out. And I'm still thinking there's still a way out of this. We're going to find this place. We stop and get gas. Oh, hell. I'm this close. I'm that close. We stop and get gas. I asked the gas station attendant. She goes, where'd you stay? I said, Stockman. She says, the whorehouse is right behind you guys. We went fishing. We caught a lot of fish, so we were happy. Thank you for listening. Story Story Night is brought to you by Fearless Leaders, yours truly, Jessica Holmes, Anna Dimitriadis, and James Stead, as well as studio instructors Elizabeth McKenna and Kate Riley. Theme song music and podcast production are by the wonderful wizard of podcasts, Dan Costello. Hear more at hearcostello.com. Our partners include Boise State Public Radio, the Boise State Story Initiative, Neighborhood All-Stars, The Rose Room, Bricolage, and Red Feather. A big thanks goes out to our story think tank, volunteer coordinator Kylie Krill, and volunteers. 
Join us on the podcast next week for the first light of redemption. Learn more at storystorynight.com.